Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yes, that's y'all. What's good, people? It's your girl, Lady Miz. And you are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And there is only one way to go from here, y'all. We in the building. Happy Monday. It feels so good to be back. I feel like I can't hear myself. I hope I can hear you. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you too. Okay, okay. I guess I don't know. I, I, I like stuff a little loud. I can't hear myself. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm like, Jay-Z, turn me up in my headphones. <laughs> anyway... Listen, we got a really dope show today for you guys. Uh, we're going to be dropping some jewels and talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, we have a dope, dope artist, community leader. I mean, this brother is doing so much. His name is E. Rasta. He's from the West Coast over there in L.A. And I had a pleasure to meet this brother when I was out there. So I'm excited to talk to him, hear his story, and I'm excited for you guys to meet him. Um before we bring him on, I just want to tell you all a few of the things that we got going on right now. And um, one, make sure y'all know, I like to keep reminding y'all because it's definitely coming up. We are still in the process of working on um, a compilation called Family Business with several different artists, um, myself, Double R, uh, Soraya Alexis, Ian95, Cash on Able, Mason, Uncle J, Poppy Fortune, and uh, maybe Tyler Mix, if he get that joint on there, then um, he would be um, added to the to the joint. And, and of course, our son, you know, he come in. So Nasir might say a couple of words. <laughs> so that's family business. Look out for that. Also, I got a joint called Wavy out on DJC Radio Global Records. Y'all can check that out on DJC Radio Global. And that joint is called Wavy. Anybody that go to his website and purchase that right now, you will, um, all of those proceeds will go to feeding the homeless. So, um, yeah, if you want to support and, and also do a good deed, that's something you could do. You could go over to DJC Radio Global and um, download that joint Wavy featuring myself, y'all. Y'all already know I stay busy and I stay working. You already know what it is. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, Making it in the A45. I don't know if that's in there. No, if it's not, it's all good. Uh, we got a reality show that we are working on. So listen, definitely, definitely look out for that. We're going to have some dope artists, dope videographers. I mean, entrepreneurs, poets, all of that. You name it. We bringing y'all all of the talent. Or not all, because there's so many people out here in the A45. We bringing you some dope talent and some hardworking people that's in the entertainment business and we want y'all to know them we want y'all to know their story so if 
you want some new faces and you tired of watching Love and Hip Hop, no shade. <laughs> we bringing y'all something different. It's real. It's not scripted. It's unscripted. So pay attention to that. And I don't know if we would be able to bring that um, in later. But if not, we will definitely bring on, on the commercial uh, coming up. And it, I'm not going to name the names just yet until everything comes through. But just know that it's going to be so many fire dope people on there. So now we're going to get to the commercials real quick. Yep. Right? We're going to get into the commercials, some sponsors real quick, and then we are going to bring on our guests. So let's first start with M1DP. One draft pick, and I'll prove this message. M1DP, the hottest athletic wear. But it's not just for athletes. It's for anybody who's dope and got swag. It's not just for the fellas. Ladies, get your sexy on, be comfortable and cute. N1DP is keeping the kids fly since day one. Go to their website and get everything you need from N1DP.com. Number one traffic. We in the building. All right, all right. Number one draft pick. Y'all already know what it is. Make sure you go check them out for the latest, dopest, hottest gear. They got everything from the kids to the grown-ups to everybody. They doing big things. Big shout-out to Springfield Queens. Big shout-out to Al Mosley. They, they always hitting us off with the dopest gear, and we supporting them brothers. We supporting black businesses because that's what we do here on From the Ground Up Productions, and we want y'all to do the same thing. So make sure y'all check them out in 1DP.com. Yeah, and our next sponsor is Peace Mentoring. So stand by for that. Looking to learn something new? Well, you're one click away from taking that next step to be where you want to be. Book a private session or sign up for our workshop classes that teaches you how to build your credit, budget your money, artist development skills, start and grow a podcast, and the basic skills needed to write your first book. Act now. Go to PeaceMentoringLLC.com and sign up now. For private sessions, email us at peacementoringllc at gmail.com. Yes, 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 Peace Mentoring, that's my business, that's my um, LLC. I offer different type of workshops. You guys could go check out that web, um, that website and you can see all of the services that I offer. I also, um, you know, if you need me there to come through for guest speaking and all of that, I do that as well. All right, so now um, we're gonna bring on our guests. Oh, wait, wait, we got one more, one more um, commercial. Got to tell y'all that I do sell hair and I sell wigs. So holla at your girl, because I got all that on deck. Lady Miz hair, which one of them I am wearing right now. And y'all, whenever y'all see me, I'm rocking my own stuff, my own wig. Tyler at me. Let's get it. Let's get into that commercial. The Lady Miz hair? Yeah, you don't have it? That's it. Oh, you ain't got the commercial there? <laughs> yeah, 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 look, 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 I was all excited. Like, he just got the, I gotta watch him. <laughs> you ain't got the commercial no, up there? Oh, man. All right. Well, whatever. I got the hair on deck. Holla at your girl. All right. Listen. Without further ado, let's bring on our guest. He go by the name of E. Rasta, and this brother going to drop some jewels on y'all today. So let's bring up E. Rasta to the show. Greetings in the name of the Most High. Love and respect to all of my people around the world. My rapport being on this earth 65 years now standing is this. 
we've been a great political uh, warfare since we came into creation from the time of creation with our black history. And I abhorred that struggle. Uh, also been uh, misplaced. This court categorized, uh, given the name of infamy, you know, uh, by the system that's been fraudulent, very fraudulent. And uh, I intend to bring all these things to the light because I'm a messenger of the Most High God, and that's my job. I won't rest until my job is done. My job is to unite people and awake them and okay. give them a discernment. Okay. All right, hold on one second. There's two things here that, that, that we got to fix before we move forward. One okay. is an echo. So let us, let, let us uh, work on that echo, and then we got to work okay. on this something with the volume, and then we're going to get into uh, the structure of how we're going to um, ask you the question. So, uh, okay, so can... Um, on, your, um, on your mic settings, the audio settings, you, uh, do, do you have echo cancellation on? Uh, let me take... A look, go into that. Uh, let me see. I believe that. All right, while he's doing that, guys, I just want to remind y'all that we are going to be discussing some things about um, what's going on in the community. We're also going to be talking about some COVID 19 things that's happening and the shot and the vaccine. Um, and we just want y'all to hear this brother's story. Whatever you decide oh, to do is your decision. Mm hmm. Let's see. I'm okay now. Yes, I think that sounds much better. Cut him off. Uh oh. Sound good. Um, got he got to come back in. So in the meantime, let's go back up to that. No, we good. Okay. So technical difficulties. I'm sure he'll come back on. When he come back on, we'll bring him back up. But we had to get that fixed. There, there he go. There he go. All right. Let's see if we got that working. We got we got to do this whole intro again. Let's see. Oh, my mic now. It sounds better. There is no echo and it doesn't sound too loud. So perfect. Um, turn the phone um to the side if you can. Got you. Okay, there we go. Let's see if I hear that echo. No, we should be good. Okay, so check this out. Let me ask you this, Rasta. The first thing I want to start with. Okay. Hang in there, people. Hang in. We coming. We coming. Don't worry. This conversation is going to be pretty good, and you're going to walk away with some valuable information tonight. Okay, I'm ready right. now. Shout out to D Moet. Big shout out to D Moet on the check in. D, we see you. Got to give D a call. We got so much stuff going on. I got to call you, D. What's good? Okay. So, Ivasa. The way we normally yes. like to do this, I know you. I know you ready. You came ready. Okay, you you came right in. Stay but the ready. way we like to do it is we like to kind of like break these questions up. So before we get into all that, let's do it piece by piece. First, tell us okay. where 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 are you from? Let's start there. Talk talk to us about where you're from and what you do. Your title as to what you do. Okay, my people, my grandfather and my generation is from uh, Jamaica originally, from Savlamar, Jamaica. And uh, I'm originally from the United States to make myself a Jamaican. That's what I call myself, a John American in the name of Rastafarians. And okay. Okay. basically South Central is where I integrated. You know, now growing up amongst the hard knots, along with all the other people in the struggle right here in South Central L.A. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And so you you, you said, uh, what did you say? 
Jamaican? Jamaican. <laughs> Jamaican. <laughs> okay, Jamaican. All right. It's all good. But now I can get very yachty. Some of the yachty people, and I get to talking uh, broken English to them, my potwa, they say they believe that they can't even speak as clear as I can when I speak potwa. So I'm not doing it to oh, y'all yeah. because y'all not Jamaican. But if you go on to my thing, I'll let them know what go on with I. And if you deal with these people who have to try challenge I, but know what go on with my mind, Rastafarian every time I come. Love and respect to all our people that may listen to I have to know what I'm talking about every time they want to speak. Love and respect every time. See? Love and so respect. Y'all heard that right here. That's what I'm talking about. I thought it was a whole song. I was ready to start the dirty wine, you know? <laughs> so, all right. And now, now tell us, uh, Give us a, a little bit, before we get into details, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, what I do is I advocate for the people, first of all. I've been in the struggle since a child and growing up in the hard knots and understand what the trickerations of the people is. Uh, all the way dating back to the struggle back in the days when all our poor ancestors had to struggle slavery. I still feel a part of that because I got caught up in the web of uh, the sweep as I will call it, of the new Jim Crow. So I know a lot about about that knowledge. It, it was a hard thing for me to go through, but God walked with me, so I'm blessed. Okay, okay. all right. Okay, so you got a lot going on, and you're, and you're also obviously an artist, correct? Absolutely. I, I do roots reggae. I uh, got the ghost of Bob that lives in me. Uh, at any time, get the feed from the Most High, and I deliver the lyrics that I don't even have the power to understand mostly until I go back to low, know what I'm empowered to do. And it's really powerful. I'm a very powerful messenger of the most high God. And I don't mind illustrating the message, very bold to give the message and very, very happy to do so for my people. I died for my people. All right. All right. We appreciate that yeah. for sure. Okay. All right. So listen, Let's first, before we get into talking about some of the things, I want to talk about you as an artist first, and then okay. I want to get into talking about the other things of uh, what you experienced, what you've been through, what your family went through when it comes to this uh, coronavirus. Okay. All right. First of all, okay. I'm E. Rasta from Gundanero Posse. Gundanero Posse means in Jamaica is is rooting out Babylon in the land of Rastafari. In Los Angeles, is simply gunning for the dollars. Gundanero, gunning for the dollars. Uh, we're not really uh, money clout chasing. Uh, we're really more so of wanting to deliver this positive message and get into people's hearts and mind, have them unite and love and have peace amongst themselves so that all of our youths can have a chance to have peace on this earth. Because as we move closer to the end of the earth, it's more destruction that we're encountering, more destruction than we've ever known. And right now, as you did say, the coronavirus is, is a chemical warfare that's launched on our people as we know it to be. And that's one of the issues that we probably will more than likely be addressing today. Absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely want to hear uh, what you got uh, going on and, uh, you know, just just uh, spread some knowledge, because there was a few things when I spoke to you before that you told me about um, and I didn't even know. So it's, it's, it's important for us to break down certain things in our body, women's body, things like that, to let us know what makes us more vulnerable. I want to get into all of that. Um, so you tell me, what would, what would you like to start with first? Okay, basically what it is, is we depend on 
the man, I'll just name as the man not to be racist and say the white people. I'll just say the man. We depend on the man for everything that we come to know and to be. And we trust him with our whole heart to, to have put our life in his hand and not to know that the very life that we put in, the hand, put in his hand that he really want to take in the first place. So the suggestions that he give us professionally, like my two sisters encountered going to a hospital, having a hysterectomy, I, I gave it this, this great name, where cancer, if it's attacking you, they they tell you to take out all of your organs from inside so that the cancer can't come back and live on your organs to kill you, which panic has always been one of the number one reasons why our people would listen to whatever the man, I won't call him white, the man would tell us because we panic to save our life. But I have a logo. You lose your life to save your life or mm. save your life to lose your life. Either one, you know, and in the Bible, it indicates that who will yield up his life for my sake will certainly pick up his life in the end. Who would try to save his life will certainly lose his life for the treasuries of this earth that we, we live in. So this goes such as, and uh, like I was saying, in regards to the medical uh, situation with the uh, coronavirus, these two play hand in hand with the cancer and the coronavirus where your immune system shut down. That's the strongest thing that you got to fend you off against any viruses and any germs. And if you don't have an immune system, you can't fight anything. They know this. So what they did, they did an autopsy of some kind of uh, great chemical and called it coronavirus and put it out there to see whose resistance system can stand up against it because the world is supposed to be overpopulated and uh, loss of lives really doesn't matter because the world is overpopulated globally. So if we get a bunch of people in a situation where their systems, immune systems are weak, mainly the very young to the very old, the middle might be safe at some point, but even then they're not safe. If we get them to a point where their resistance system cannot fight off viruses, then we can eliquidate a lot of people and make free up some space in the global world. And my thing is, who would really want to try to understand the world overpopulated and the world population and the global, uh, as you would say, infestation of people? And I see it to be aliens. You know, I, I think that we live amongst aliens and aliens is controlling this planet as we know it to be cyborgs. These uh, aliens camouflage. They look like humans on the outside, but on the inside. They're really cyborgs. They're really aliens. They have no really discernment for humanity. All they have a discernment for is a, a work caste system, a functioning. As long as we function like robots, we're okay. But the second that we can't function like robots, they want to replace us with robots. They haven't established it yet, but they have been trying. I mean, this started back in the days when we were kids. I don't know if you remember back, uh, Queen, when, when we had the cartoon Jetsons. Do you remember that yep. cartoon? Okay. I surely do. So yeah. They mortalized the Jetsons. I mean, back then they actually had the Hoover board, the hoverboards. Back then the Jetsons was walk going around on them. Then they had the, the, the TV that you talk to is the smart TV. And they had the smart watch. You talk through the smart watch. Now it's no longer a cartoon, it's a reality. So they was blueprinting mm -hmm. this way back when we were children. You know, and now we're in the millennium that they promised would never come in the first place. They said the world was going to be recycled. They said the world would be destroyed in the millennium. That was their uh, account of the time when the world would end. 
And here we are still going on. A uh, perfect person who made an action toward it was the guy, I guess his name was Hell Bob, where he told all the people that the comet was in the sky, that was Jesus, and it was trying to recycle themselves. So they all went up to uh, a place, a mansion up in San Diego, and they all put on all black, and they put on Michael Jordan shoes because at that time, Michael Jordan can fly. At least that's what they thought. And uh, they all took poison, and they shed their, their mortal bodies, and spirit was supposed to went to the comet with Jesus. Now, I don't know where their spirit went. I'm not even exactly sure if it went to Jesus because suicide is not permitted in Jesus' book. You know, God has an account for your time coming and going. And you're not supposed to prohibit it or suggest to take it without his command. Otherwise, you're stopping his progress of how he brought you in this world for what you're here to do. So Absolutely. these people, they uh, took the Bible and scrutinized it as they doing a lot of it these days. They try to discredit the Bible. And it's another thing. They don't even want the Bibles in schools. Reason being that, because now it's identifying to our culture too much. I mean, it's mm. exploring the fact that all of the apostles was black. All the prophets was black. All of the people that was enslaved by the Egyptian was even black. So the biggest thing about them is to take our generic makeup and, and cover it up with makeup. So they chop off, I know, they did it to the greatest of our all-time star, Michael Jackson. You look what they did with Michael Jackson. Beautiful black Afro brother with the big nose, big lips, just like we got. They had him do so much decoration on himself, he didn't have his own nose no more. He didn't have his own lips. He didn't have his own cheek. He didn't have nothing. And then they claimed him as one of their own. They called him E.T. They said, Michael Jackson is not black. He's an E.T. So when you say ET, you're saying extraterrestrial. So what makes a being extraterrestrial? It can't be if he's just of mankind. He has to be tainted with aliens. And these people, I believe, from the fallen aliens from many decades ago that fell here on the planet, they put in the mountain, did their autopsies on, and put their genes inside of their Caucasian women to make sure that their race would always dominate humanity, made themselves cyborgs. They made themselves half Alien have people and they can't phone home like they say E.T. phone home. They can't phone home. The reason why, because the aliens don't want nothing to do with them. They're just like when a dog make little puppies. If a human touches that the dog's puppies before the puppies get to a certain stage, the mother would kill all the puppies. She would eat them up. It's the same thing right. with the alien. They don't want these tainted aliens that's down here on the planet to come back to to the moon or to so what do you say? What do you say to people like somebody might hear that and be like, oh, man, he's bugging. He's talking about aliens. We don't believe this. Like, what do you say to people who might hear this? And they're like, they're, they they don't believe what you're saying. I'll share revelation with them. I tell them, look at all the, the plain, obvious sites. I mean, anything that you look at from like Devilation Man, these movies that you think is just fictional, they're actually trying to give you a hint that they're empowering. There ain't nothing you can do about it. They basically saying this is what we're going to do and ain't nothing you can do about it. I would direct them to the documentary of uh, Rodney Piper. Uh, they live. That's a great movie to put them back on track. They went to sleep on that movie. And that's what the movie tells you. When you got on the glasses, you can see that uh, the, it's saying what it's saying. It's saying sleep, rest. Don't try to do anything but rest your brain. Let us do everything. But when you take off the glasses, everything looks plainly normal. Same thing with the glasses. We're looking at these aliens. You can see them. And if you put the glasses on. So the metaphor of that is 
You don't have glasses. You just need to use your brain, your brain, your third eye in your skull to figure out that is your glasses. I mean, all the evidence is right in front of you. I mean, we can't be even with Congress. We can't change anything. We can't do nothing about anything. We can rally all day long talking about Black Lives Matter, and there's nothing changing anything. Reason why? Because they have this new word they put in place. It used to be they have sympathy for us or they, they have sorrow for us. Now it's empathy. Everything's empathy. I remember when that word first came in, a white person used it. I'm like, oh, you got another intelligent word that you use. Huh? That's pretty good. I don't have sympathy for you. I got empathy for you. I'm like, well, same to you. I don't know what it means, but same to you. I guess you're trying to tell me that. You see that y'all dog me around in the system. I'm really not supposed to be here, and you feel a little sorry for me, but you don't want to say that. You're just going to say you got empathy for me. So here we go. Back to redirect the situation in account to the coronavirus and with the sickly. You cannot put up no defense for your people when they're sitting up in that hospital behind a fiberglass, just as a person would do in a bank. You can't get past that fiberglass if they don't want you to. They will not let you come there and do anything with your people once they title them coronavirus. And everything is coronavirus. Anything before this was simple virus, uh, cold, a flu, a stomach flu, uh, whatever. You come up, chicken pops, whatever. You don't hear none of these things. Only thing you hear now is coronavirus. Yep. So yep. it's to have an account for a panic amongst people to keep people to get this vaccine shot. Everybody that's getting this vaccine shot, understand that this is the new world order. They will be able to, to detect who is a resistant and who is a rebellion by seeing who would take this shot. And the shot is to put something in your body so that they can identify to you. This is what the aliens wants to do. So to think that this is not alien prone, what human wants to do that? I mean, all we want to do as human beings is survive. They well, want to conquer. Some, some people go, go think on. that 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 some people think because I know I like for me, I'm not I, I'm totally against the shot. Like, I don't want it. I want no parts of it. I don't trust it me. or anything. But there are some people that I know who did take the shot of friends and yeah. family members that took it. And they think that they are doing the right thing and they are protecting themselves against getting sick and things like that. So, like, what do you say to 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 people like that who believe they believe something totally different, that they are doing the right thing? Well, I would tell them, well, I feel sorry for you. You got a God in heaven that built your body with everything that it need to deal with everything. It's just like the polar bears that sleep in the snow. They don't have to have any extra ingenuities. They are built to sleep in the snow. We can't sleep out there. We'll turn into iceberg. The dogs and the animals that live on the plantation, they live amongst the wild. You might bring them in and make a house pet, but they're built to live amongst the wild. So you're built in a certain way to deal with every single thing that you have to encounter as a human being. And you should not rely on uh, extraordinary uh, 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 biological chemicals or anything else to do anything for your body because God gave you everything that you need inside of you. And if you don't believe that, how do you think that you exist? I mean, if exactly. you really look at it, every single thing, and this is what the sister was just questioned me about about the organ situation. People who's taking out all their organs to try to defeat the, pe the, the point of cancer, uh, 
you're not doing that. I mean, if it's time to go, it's time to go. If you're going to go out by cancer, train, a bullet, a gun or a car, or stabbing, uh, whichever way you go, fall, a house blow up or a tsunami or any earthquake or major, whatever is going to happen to you is going to happen. There's no impeding the progress. If it's your time to go, you're going to go. I mean, everybody only have a certain time to live on this planet and leave this planet. And the best thing you can do is do what God put you here to do and his mission to reunite you back with him and give you your treasuries for doing all the things against all odds. Because we are against all odds. Believe that we Amen. are. Amen. That is very true. Very true. I, you know what? I, 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 I agree with what you're saying, especially about the cancer. Because what, uh, what makes sense is, you know, the first thing the doctors do is remove whatever organ they think has the cancer they believe to save you. And then a few years later, that cancer comes back worse and takes the person out. And there is no way to stop it. There's no resistance system. They didn't took you. They didn't took your only fighting chance that you had. Your resistance system is the only thing that fights against anything that dilutes and pollutes your body. If you take that away, you got nothing, and they know that. So, so they know that you're in a panic, you're afraid, and you want to live. So they tell you, "Hey, look, this is what I got to do, and this is what has to happen." I just lost my sister to a coronavirus situation. Let me tell you how it went. Respiratory brute. Uh, excuse me, respiratory breathing and obesity, overeating. Okay. We know that we like to eat out a lot. There's a lot of steroids in foods and we blow up and we like, God, dog, how's we blowing up so quick? What do we need to do to get rid of this weight? And you never can get rid of it once you blow up. Steroids stay in you. So, I mean, this is what happens. Now you have a respiratory breathing issue. And dopamine, I, I forgot the name of this one thing. They, they always prescribe it for you, and it's a killer because what it does is it speeds up your heart. But they claim it's to help you. But if you can do anything other than that, it will be better off for you than to take that first option that they have professionally that they render to you. Because rendering that to you is professional for them because they don't have to reap the benefits of the repercussions of it. You do. So if you take it, believing they're saving you, you're actually killing yourself and don't even realize it. I mean, because this thing, it speeds up your heart and it's supposed to be helping the respiratory breathing. And this is going to be coronavirus uh, uh, related because it has something to do with respiratory breathing. Okay. Now it goes from virus to respiratory breathing because the respiratory breathing cannot fend off the coronavirus. And they know this. They know that if you don't have a good, strong system, you cannot fight against the chemical warfare that's being launched on human beings. And I say it's launched. They launched a lot of things on us and we're still here. They was like, why not try this? This might work. One of the worst is that crystal meant taking out all our young youths. I mean, Come on, man. This this crystal meth is a beast. I've seen it's nothing so like it ever. Before we and and I and I definitely want to touch on that topic, but I do want to go back to one of the things that you mentioned about okay. um the body and um how our bodies are already made up to fight certain things off. Um, one of the things is um I, I actually been talking about this with my brother and a friend is um intimate fasting, like really not putting things in your body so that it can have uh, the time to heal itself. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we we keep um we forget about using. The natural things, first of all, letting our body, 
Right, letting our body do what it's supposed to do and Absolutely. also using the natural things that we need for our body. And, you know, like take your, you know, your vitamins or take the things that you know that you need um, so that you can have a stronger immune system. Before we get into the next thing, I just want to play a small uh, clip of from a friend of mine. He go by the name of Lagoica and he made this. Um, and this is just to tell people like basically how you can fight uh, against coronavirus by basically taking the right things for your body. So we're going to get into that a few seconds and then come right back. Okay. All right. All right. So I just want to tell people, because again, we're definitely going to be coming back on again, doing a show about um, the certain things that's important to build your immune system. The reason I haven't done it yet is because I actually want to put it together very well where I can give a good diet plan that I need to follow myself um, in certain things that we could do. Because sometimes information is just information. We hear it, we take it, we go along with our lives. And sometimes we need a plan. Uh, and I want to be able to uh, present a plan for people to follow when we discuss this because it's not just talking about what the problem is but it's also giving the solution to what the problem is that's why i thank you for coming on the show because i know you have a lot of great information and you are giving us great information on that so um what i wanted to talk to you about um was what do is there specific things that you take every day to make sure that your immune system is good so that if you did get sick, your body can fight this off? Actually, my sister, it's just like you said, the natural resources of God is the best. There's no better doctor in all for himself. Now, when I was incarcerated uh, for a not good reason, but we'll talk about that maybe a little bit. Uh, when I was incarcerated, I went to the doctor, learned something that was very valuable. The sun is our vitamin D. And I didn't even realize that. Without the sun, you you really lacking on your D. Your vitamin D is one of the things that fight in your body for against a lot of things. So you keep your vitamin D. You keep all of your vitamins inside of you. It makes your immune system very very strong. You eat a lot of green things. Green things has a lot of potency in it that fights against a lot of sicknesses as well. And there's a lot of hidden. Fruits, organic fruits and stuff like that that they use over in, in uh, China that uh, keeps them. You see how old those people get. They, they get real, real, real old before they die. Reason why? Because the certain kind of things they eat, it helps them to keep their organs uh, youthful. It keeps them, keeps them young. You know, even though the outside appearance of them get old, uh, we age lesser than they do. But on the inside, we age more than they do because mm. it's things that they have available to them, the various fruits that we don't even have over here that they're minimizing now and putting into gummies and stuff like that. You can get these things anywhere. I mean, you can get the, the uh, vitamin D gummies right in a 99 cent store. You go in there, they're just on the shelf. People just look over stuff like that because they're like, ah, I don't need that. But now, actually, now when, you say, when, you, when you say getting it out to stores like that, or do you... Wouldn't, wouldn't you believe saying, you know, getting it from the sun would be a lot better than buying it out from the store? 
Absolutely. But I mean, there's no harm in giving yourself an overdose of the Holy Ghost, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Much as you can get good, get it. You know what I mean? If it works for you, it's just like water. Drink till you're full. Don't drink just to quench your thirst. Drink till you're full. If you can get a lot of stuff to help yourself, help yourself. I mean, don't don't spare yourself no account of of being uh, uh, overzealous about having a lot when it comes to healthy things. Get much healthy things as you can and do much healthy things as you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what's so funny is that um, not funny, but when we talk about the organs and how our bodies are inside and what happens inside of our bodies, especially black people, African-American people, whoever, right? We suffer from so many different type of diseases, high blood pressure, diabetes, you name it, gout, a whole long list of things. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of the things that we put in our body. And then we eat these bad things because they're celebrated like it's great food because that's how we grew up and that's what we were taught. And then we get sick and then we run to the doctor and we ask the doctor to fix us and then they prescribe us the medication because they get paid from that instead of telling us the things that we really got to do to fix ourselves which is probably talking you know talking up talking us out of uh or talking them out of money i should say so i think that a lot of um people need to understand that listen at the end of the day um, we could be going through what we're going through health wise, but it's so important that you take care of your body. You put the right things in it because they try to tell you that, oh, well, you know, I had a doctor tell me, well, it's, it's, it's family history, right? That might play a part, but a lot of it uh, plays a part on what you put in your body. You can't tell me because my aunt had that, that I'm going to have it just because she's my aunt. What about if I did all the right things? So I have no chance of, of, of not, you know, of of getting better. Like it doesn't make any sense. Some things just don't make any sense. It really don't. So we really got to, um, Pay attention to who we get our information from as well, meaning you go to the doctor. If they're all about pushing medication, you really shouldn't trust them. You know, if they don't give you no solution on what you can do on your own, then you know that they don't have no interest on really helping you. And they only a doctor and they're in business because of money, money. And that's it. Not in in to, to really be helping people because they care about human beings. It's for the dollar. So be careful with that. I just wanted to say that. Go ahead. Well, not for nothing. When you, you know, before we knock black people, we also got to look in our community. There aren't stores that say, hey, look, this is healthy food. Because yeah. even when you look in where we live at, we live in a community where it's diverse. But when you go into the store, the healthy food is more expensive. I, I, I walked into, um, I seen a meme and it, it made me think about it. When you go into the store and it has a health section, a health food section. If you got one section that says health food, what is the rest of the food? <laughs> Yeah, it's just like my brother. It's just like my brother Antipas Gatto Dread told me. He's from my group, my group also, Gunner Posse. Um, he told me, he said, "Hey, bro, uh, I did some research and I looked into something that startled me." I was like, "What was it?" He said, "I went into the store and I realized that the very meat that we see on the shelf that looks fresh has been uh, blowed up with oxygen to make it look that way. Without the oxygen." is three times older than what you actually see it to be. So the the, the, the meat that actually look red is brown and old, the kind of meat that we would throw in the trash without the oxygen that they put inside of the pack, we would never know the differences. So the thing is, like the brother said, do we trust the people 
that's giving us this stuff and telling us, hey, this is good for you. We right. never know what's good for us when it comes to them. That's why God gives us the option to do one thing, pray over your food before you eat it. That way you have some protection against what you consume it. Because other than then, you're going straight at it and you're walking into the fire and you're going to burn. Because and what right I find- now... Oh, I'm huh? sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. And, uh, the actual factual is uh, natural. You know, I mean, all the natural things is good. We know the natural things are good. And God himself said, what I have made cannot be called detesting if I say it's good. Everything that I made is good. So, you know, we consume a lot. Too much anything is bad for you. We know that, of course. Mm -hmm. And we know that from our tribal days that our parents and our great ancestors used to eat the scraps, you know, of what all yep. was considered yep. good to the white people. And we called it soul food. Whatever they wouldn't eat, we turned into a food and we made a great food of it. Now they want to eat it because they like, wow, what is, the, what is those people, black people eating? It smells real heavenly and it smells real good. And they, they loving it so much. So they come over on our side and try it and be like oxtails. They would have, that's detesting to them. They would have never ate oxtails back in those days or pig <laughs> Are, you know, you, yeah, you look at some of the stuff that we eat, they wouldn't dare eat it. They like, that's for the poor people. Those are scraps. They yep. think that that's food, right. but those are scraps. But we don't see it that way because we was raised up on these so-called scraps. And that's the way we're raised up. That's why our protection against all the uh, unknown uh, uh, germs and uh, uh, uh Parsons and stuff might come to us quicker than them because they eat the finest, like the brothers say, the richest foods. They eat the finest of foods and they know how much to consume. They don't eat a very lot. We eat a lot of food when we eat food. You know, we that don't we throw down, we throw down, we don't play with food. You that know, is so it, true. It, it makes sense though when you say the doctor says our you know our health problems are genetic, because growing up, we still eat the same foods. That we could it's the whole food that our parents been given. That's absolutely, you know. That's so true. And you know what? It, well, another thing is what we gotta also remember when it comes to the food, no matter what, we do have choices and options. So at the end of the day, we have to make a choice to eat better. But the sad part about when it comes to our choices and options is what what is legal here in this country is not legal in some other countries where um like I, I forget what it, what is the stuff that they have in the, the G. GMOs high and fructose, high corn fructose corn syrup, certain things that they do not even allow in other countries where they, they don't let the people eat it, they allow it here. And this is why, in my you know, for me, when they tell me that the FDA, the Food and Drug yeah. Administration, I'd be like, well, if they letting all that other stuff slip through, then what? how am I supposed to feel safe and know that this is good food if you're saying that the other stuff is okay? I don't trust it at all. Um, now, I just want to ask you this. Talk to me about, you said that you were arrested. Did it have anything to do with uh, COVID or things that's going on? Like, what what happened for that to happen? The arrest the arrest situation? Yes. Which That one? Okay, so what happened in the early 80s, it was a sweep of black men, black and brown men alike. Um, it was a new Jim Crow. It was designed just, and Michelle Alexander is a great author. If you get a chance, check her books out, look at her interviews. She's all over YouTube. She's an exposer. She's like me. I'm an exposer of the political issues that's, that be, you know, that torment and destroys our people as we know it in mankind. I mean, I will be enemy number one 
to the demand because man wouldn't want anything that my music would indicate to you is the problem because it actually is. It, it, it goes right to the core of the problem. If you listen to my music, my music goes right to the understanding of the democracy that we've been under, what's going on, and what we need to do as a people having the mind rev one of my songs, My Revolution. Uh, she'll share a video, a little bit of that with you. Uh, it'll give you a great insight on, on what we really need to do. And my incarceration was uh, bigotry. You know, most what they did with me is what they did with many people with the new Jim Crow. They tried to run you through what they call a revolving door. If you can't afford justice, you will be a statistic of justice. In the courtroom, truth is only mended when there's money on the table. That's why they say money is the rule of all evil. It'll make you look the other way and turn a lie into the truth and the truth into a lie. And that's basically what happened to me over and over again, because I didn't have a, a, a great uh, a public defender. I can count the times in my life that I did one time out of many times. Uh, they, they fail you. They call them public pretenders because they get up in there and they do their job. They get you in there and they give you a deal and they tell you if you don't take the deal, you're going to do double time. Anybody cop out gets out early. So who won't take that deal? Not understanding that you're giving up biologically all of your rights and resources as a human being because you become an animal, an animal that's worthy of a cage where they think that most black people should be in a cage. I mean, that way you're, you have no effect to trying to uh, affect their, their agenda, their business, their uh, work caste system. They can root you out as a human being. You're in a place tucked away. We have you under a number. You're under a, a mortal control. And that's what we need, mortal control. So, so many people they tried to get rid of back in the 80s because of the global uh, population that was happening. They tried to counter it by locking up a lot of black. I mean, they locked up. You looked up and you was like, dang, where are all the black men's at? Where are all the women's is looking like, where are the black men's at? They all locked up. They were locking up oh, a lot yeah. of young men. I mean, and I was in there and there was a lot of talented brothers, a lot of innocent brothers. There's a lot of people that deserve help. There's a whole lot of them that don't. I mean, if you could really go in there, you could actually weed them out. I mean, you'd be like, that person don't belong here. That person do. That person don't. That person do. This person killing kids and eating babies and doing all. Yeah, he deserved to be there. This guy right here that picked up a piece out of the store and ate it because he was hungry. What is he doing in prison? You would not put him in there. You'd get a slap on the wrist. So, when I got locked up, it started, I'll give you uh, five different uh, situations. My first situation as a child, I was uh, not so inclined to have a lot. And my mother was a single parent raising me. So I wanted a VCR. This, this, this starts, no, actually, excuse me, go back a little farther. As a child, I saw a movie called Roots. We, I'm sure you've seen that movie, Roots. Yes. It, it really got to my heart when I saw how Kizzy and Kuta Kente was treated. And I joined a couple of bad guys and we went to Hollywood and we just started beating up white people. That was our thing. We go out there and beat them up. We drunk probably shouldn't people. be laughing, but okay. no, I mean, it's just the way you said it. I feel two, two wrongs don't make a right. But no, I mean, at this time, I was very compassionate towards the movie, very moved by what happened. I cried. And, you know, I was just a young guy. I think it was about, what, 16 years old? That was a long time ago, maybe about right, 16 right, right. years ago. And uh, we went out there and we was doing this. So 
I don't say that I didn't deserve to get locked up for anything that I would have got caught for doing when I was doing it. But what I did get caught for, I didn't deserve to get locked up for because I wouldn't tell on the other boys who were doing it. I was a lookout. And because I didn't tell who they were, I got locked up and put in camp. That started my uh, juvenile history. And then they tried to keep catapulting and catapulting on that uh, to create this infamy of a character trying to say that I'm a menace to society. So any little thing that is worthy of jail because you've been in trouble before, whether it was just something like simple as a compassionate thing, emotional thing like roots, they would never find out that that was the whole reason for the beginning of the problem because how y'all did our ancestors. I feel like white man is not immorally right to say we do anything wrong based upon the stuff that they do. They do the most heinous crimes that we've ever seen. I mean, they go and destroy holy places, kill kids and everybody, and then go back and drop weedy for them to eat. And it's justified. I mean, they're supposed to have a target, but they hit a hospital. And they get away with that. A lot of heinous stuff that they do. The 911, we already know the government did that, sending those planes into the Twin Towers. That was just to start war to go over there and steal oil. I mean, it's always a reason why these devils is doing what they're doing. To create better gang for themselves, they make a reason for destruction. That's why they're demonized. So my thing is, I tried to stand up and be someone early in my years, and it got stagnated because I got caught up in this new Jim Crow. The new Jim Crow is to uh, strip you of resources and strip you of having a voice. At one point, you couldn't even vote. They, they changed it back. They fixed it. They're like, that's inhuman not to allow people the constitutional right. Let's let them vote, even though they're felons. So they try to build you to the stage of being a felon so that nobody, so you're rejected from the system. And they try to put you behind where you can't catch up to society so you become a dependent on the system. Because if you come back out and things have evolved and things have advanced, how can you get on that level, and you wasn't even on the level before you went in. You was trying to get on a level at that time. So that's the problem that continues to keep a revolving door going with all the youths that get caught up in the sweep because you can no longer do your time and, and say that, okay, I served my time and I should be, uh, you know, a renewed creature, a renewed person. Uh, it should be washed away and I should be a new character again. They hold that over your head for the rest of your life. There's no, it never goes away. You know, they always say that you're a criminal, but who is really a criminal? The people who put the justice in place are the criminals. They do the most heinous crimes that you can see. I mean, it ain't until they get caught that you realize that how crooked they really are. Yep. I mean, the, the, when you speak about the system, when you speak about the system, I, I remember growing up where if people went to jail, they came out with a skill. Now they've made it where you go to jail, you don't come out with anything. Your only job is to come back. You know, right. it's, it, 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 you, it's, it, you know, now they got these extended paroles and extended uh, probation so that any little mistake you make is like, hey, you, be you belong back to me. Well, yeah, you know, the way I look at it is, it's it, it, the, the system, it, what we have to first do is stop thinking that that system will ever protect us. It was never made to protect us from the beginning. So anybody that sits there and think or, or is looking for a, a miracle or the promised land of this system is not going to change. It has to be totally broken down and rebuilt from the ground up. 
Hey, Absolutely. the grill, no. All right. So the bottom line is at the end of the day, when we're looking at this, you're right. I, I think that we all know that a lot of people, um, that come out of jail, they're expecting you to go back. Everything is set up. Probation, parole is all a setup. They're hoping that you mess up so they can get you back in there and get more time out of you. The only the, here's the issue that I have with it. The first the issue is we know the system is messed up and they will get us in there for petty crimes and give us long long um sentence dates for things that are very petty somebody right. that's going to get something to eat because they're starving you would probably want to get them help and get them a job so that that doesn't happen again right now right. on the flip side of things people who are really out there committing crimes and really harming people should be locked up right absolutely they should be locked up so it's it's you know um it's you got one issue here and then you have another issue over here. But at the end of the day, no matter how we look at it, we still have to remember that we, we, uh, us as black people, we have to stop thinking that we are really going to get justice out of a system that was never made to protect us from the beginning. We follow a system and we believe in so much of it, it to a certain extent, uh, most other people, who also went through, like I'll say Jews, I use them as an example, that they, they separate themselves. They have their own everything. And I, I say this all the time. They have their own schools, their own hospitals, their own, their own supermarkets, their own neighborhoods. They have all of this stuff, kind of like how the Black Wall Street used to be before there was integration, right? We wanted something so bad, we got it, and now we have to deal with the consequences of what we begged for. Um, now, I don't have a problem with um, anybody, and I don't have a problem with that, I, the only issue that I, when I say with that, I'm talking about integration. The only issue that I have is the fact that we forgot how to be a unit with each other. We got into, we, they let us in and now we forgot about our people. We, we disown our people. We're so separated. We are so separated as a people that we forgot how to stand together because there's uh, strength in numbers. Well, they know that. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. that's you, for that that same complaint. That can also be by design. Our people have been made to separate from each other since back in the slavery days. You know, they now is it's, it's a little bit of everything that separates black people from light skin to dark skin to hair to um, the neighborhood you live in, your financial and it's religion. You know, when you think about what black people use just to separate from each other. And, and not even from everybody else. We got a problem within that itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me give a couple of shout outs real quick. Let me shout out Shabaya. I know he was on the check-in. Sh Shaki, if you're still here. T. Marie. Big shout out to T. Marie. Big shout out to Eddie OJ on the check-in. Um, I, I said Demo Wet. Everybody else that's checking in, make sure you share this live. Um, and also, I want to remind you guys that we are also live, not just on Facebook, but we are live on YouTube. And we are live. What we're playing behind us here is our own network on Roku. So you can watch us on Roku. If you have Roku, make sure you add us as a channel from the ground up productions tv we are going to have so much great content added to this station there's already good stuff on there now we go live you can see us live and you can see our stuff that's in demand and you can see a regular scheduled program that uh is played on rotation so i just want to remind people about that that's how uh, we that's our business black businesses please go and support that please add us and please watch us on there okay 
So <laughs> it got quiet <laughs> after that. Okay, so so now, okay, so you went through that um when you were young, uh, and we are we know how that Jim Crow thing is. Did anything else happen um after that? Like, did you find it to be a struggle to actually come back to um get out in society um and have to adjust or anything? Well, actually, yes, sister. What happened was this. God walked with me then, and he's walking with me now. My mission is to be accomplished. Whether it happens, all the man did was impeded my progress. He didn't stop it because I still have my talent, haven't lost my voice, not on drugs or alcohol. I don't have a crutch that I need to deal with the depression, the mass depressions in life, which everybody is under right now. I mean, every corner, you got a liquor store or you got a dispensary. You got more dispensaries than you got schools. Okay, and you would ask yourself why that is, just like police stations, why you have more. Everything is designed to keep your mind away from what you need to focus on. What you need to focus on is honoring God and coming together and uniting the people so that God will make this world a better world for us all to live in and our youth to live in and give us opportunity to reunite with him when it's all over. Those are the only important keys of life and people don't really understand it. They think everything other than it. They're idle thinkers and they think about uh, big cars, big luxury, big money, clout dancing, killing each other, a uh, gang banging, everything but God. And that's what's lacking in this world because people know that God did die for them. They know that God did sacrifice himself to show that how we should reunite with him and how we will come to him. He gave us a book, the biblical instructions before leaving the earth, the entails of the Bible. That's what it means. And they don't really have a discernment for what is the real thing to focus on. They only focus on idle things and it keeps them in an idle position so they don't have to be so depressed thinking about the corrupted world that we're in, the democracy we're in, the slavery, the mortal day slavery we're in, everything that we have to endure and suffer as a people, watching our little kids die in the street, watching other people, little kids die in the street around us, watching people die in general around us with no true answers to a revolution and a, a resolution. And that's what uh, my concept is all about. If you listen to my music, my music points you in the directions where it really needs to be because everything else is pointing you elsewhere. I mean, if you look at clout chasing today, you got young people, one day they got a million dollars. The next week they're dead. You look at Nipsey, a, a, a great mind, so to speak. They say he was doing great things. I don't know what he was doing was so great because he integrated a business inside of a neighborhood and he continued to do what the slave master taught him to gangbang. I mean, if you're a great person, a nominee for an award uh, of a high standard and you have great money, a million dollars, why are you still in the neighborhood trying to throw up gang signs and, and act like you're uh, you know, a part of something that you've elevated from? I mean, I have great respect for his work. He, he's a great artist. He can he can sing and rap and do all those great things, but he didn't protect the fact that he had elevated from the game, even though well, he let did. Me, let me ask you because we don't know. We know that he was a part of, you know, a crip and everything. But my, 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 I guess my question would be this. From, from what I understand is that he did do great things as far as giving people jobs in the community. He was able to bring all sides together, whether they were bloods and crips. And I'm just telling you, this is what the, the talk is. This is what we hear. He was able to bring the bloods, the crips, the Mexicans together, the police and the gangbangers. And he was, he was doing stuff. So he might've been, um, I, for me, when I, when I hear his story, um, and I hear that, 
I say, okay, this brother might have uh, been a product of his environment. He might have went through some things. He might have looked to uh, the people that he thought that he can, uh, his peers that he could relate to, and he was kind of involved in that. But he still tried to come back at the very same place where he was and do a good deed by trying to give the people there some type of hope as far as giving them jobs like i heard that he was he would take people that he knew uh, off the street and, and feed them and give them clothes so um i don't know you know how true that is but that is the part that we hear so for us you know we, we feel like that you know i don't want to judge well, the, the brother off of, um, mm -hmm. i don't want to judge him i'm just trying to say the great accomplishment that he uh, made he could have easily moved that to a, a more expensive place where he could have been more protective than to integrate himself in the ghetto just to prove that he can open up businesses in the ghetto. I mean, that's a short term situation. I mean, it can only last so long, but your business will flourish if you expand your riser. If you go to a higher height, if you're on a higher height, you should go to a higher height. You shouldn't stay in the lower places. Could you imagine Michael Jackson coming to walks and kicking it and trying to open up something and hanging out and walks just because he's black? No, you cannot. No, no, not for nothing, though. I, you know, I, I, I understand. Even Rasta, I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit. And I'm going to say, okay, well, I mean, it's fine. It's fine to disagree. But when you do get to a certain point where you are at a hike, you, you can't stay at a low. It's impossible. I, 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 I agree with that. But if at the same time, as all people, you have enviness and somebody will kill you. They'll rob you. They'll kill you just because they, they, they will. That's so true. you got That's to elevate. Once you elevate, you can't stay low. So that was the only thing. He had a brilliant mind as an artist. I love and respect him for that. And of course, I love and respect him for the little unity that came in in the uh, instance of his 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 height of his career. Um, and I think that's where he was pointing, which was a great thing. After Tupac, it seemed like a good good guy that could pick up where he left off, and that's a wonderful thing. But like I said, the ideal to continue to rep sixties to the fullest. He never quit repping. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's, I get that's that. Whole thing. And, uh, and, and I, and yeah. I can't understand that. Uh, and I'm going to say this real quick to you. The reason we always, as our people, always say, hey, we good, our people get money and then we they forget where they came from. Right. You know, so, you know, I respect him because he went back to his neighborhood to say, hey, I'm, I have made it out and let me give people their chance to make give it an out. example. Yeah, so, and I, know, I appreciate we, that part of it. But can I say something really quick? I'm sorry. Let me just say this just really okay. quickly. Um, so to, to, to both of that, um, I, I see both points. I, I, I said what I said, but I see both points. The problem is I don't think that what he did was wrong. I think that it's a shame that for the very same people that we fight for and, and, and want to protect and, and try to stand up for, we have to be afraid that, that we have to stay there. And those are going to be the very same people right. that harm us. And I believe that at the end of the day, right. yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. And I, I think both points make um everybody's making great points here but nipsey's not the problem I, in my opinion yeah. in that it's the people in no, the neighborhood and doubt his greatness he was a great man in his time but his time came quickly to a, an abrupt event at a young age and that wasn't good at all you know right. and then right now he's facing his mirrors and they didn't trapped off the very place that he had pride the marathon is all closed down you can't even go in there and do anything it's just gated off you know, and it's been that way since 
Yes. I mean, so you got to ask yourself, did we did we really do something there by showing the black and owned business or my power is leaving me? Are you there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are here. We hope we don't lose you, but we want to play your song. Um, he froze up. Oh, snap. If um, I don't know if he could come back. We are towards the end of the show anyway. Um, I'm not sure if you can hear me, uh, Irasta, but we are going to play his music. This uh, brother is an artist. He, he Just like he talks, uh, what he's talking here, he brings all of this through the music that he uh, he writes and he plays for people. So I, I know he's been inspired by uh, Bob Marley and a lot of the other great people out there. So I, t I just want to say I totally get his point and what he, what he was oh, talking yeah, yeah, about. Um, I totally get it. It, it. It's 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 tricky because at the end of the day, we gotta remember. Yeah, we we say, and and all of us, and you, and nobody out there can't sit here and say we could say, yo, we gonna stand up, fight this Black Lives Matter. We support each other, blah blah blah, this and that to a certain extent. And then at the end of the day, something happened, and sometimes it's our own people that come for us. But that can happen anywhere. Yeah, but you he shouldn't question, have to though. be afraid of um going back to the hood in his hood. He should never have to be afraid that the same people that he's trying to help are going to be the same people that rob and kill him. And that's what I think the, the problem is. What are you, you, you would have to ask, why is it that our people can't accept that when somebody comes back to build up the neighborhood that they got to take them out? Because of jealousy. And that's another thing. They go to crab in the barrel and it's a whole nother topic. Yeah. See, the, the, the thing is, at the end of the day, people, they're okay with you doing okay, but they don't like you doing better than them. And then there's other issues that come into play with that. So I think the first thing is we have, people have to get that jealousy out their heart and understand like, yo, when I see somebody make it and that's further than, than what I'm doing, I'm happy for them. They made it, I made it. Or they inspire me. You shouldn't have to feel jealous behind what somebody else is doing and what anybody else has or what they got you because you can get the same thing it's about the choices that you make with your life and the choices that you make with your money somebody might decide i want to go over here and drink and smoke all day and chill or whatever the case may be and i'm just going to go in the club and pop bottles every weekend and then that's where majority of their money go somebody with the same amount of money might take that money and invest and they might you know, grow from that. And then the person that, that blew his money is mad at the person that invests talking about they bougie or they think they are that. It's not about that. It's about the choices that you make. So that's what we got to, uh, you know, focus on. But, um, I, you know, when you, when you, when you think about it though, right. Mm -hmm. and, and I understand what you're saying, but you got to remember in our neighborhoods, they make it seem like it ain't a lot of money. So it, it's easy. It's easy to create jealousy and envy because when when you see who's controlling the money, they only give it to a few. Right. And then and that's another way to separate us and say, hey, we're going to give this guy a certain amount of money and this guy nothing. Listen, I, I hear where you're coming from. And, and at the same time, I do believe that there's opportunities out there for everybody. You got to surround yourself no, with the right I, people. You got to, you, 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 there, there's ways to grow. Sometimes it's about the choices. We're not, listen, some people be in bad situations, they can't help it. And some people in, are in right, situations right. because of the choices that they make. We disagree. ain't confusing the two. I'm not, but I'm I want to get back to Evasta real quick because this was his brother's interview and I wanted to shine a light on his brother. Um, I want you guys to please follow him. Uh, do you have his social medias up there? We, we lost them, so I'm going to put it in the comment. Uh, make sure y'all follow him. He's on um, YouTube, definitely. Y'all could check him out. And he's on, um, I know he's on uh, Facebook. I'm not sure about Instagram. But what we're going to do is we're going to play a clip of his uh, song that we have. My um, Revolution. 
That's the yeah, one yeah. Mentioned. Let's let's play a clip of, of Mind Revolution, and uh, we want y'all to check it out. And anyway, support this brother. He is out there doing stuff. No matter what coach you want, it doesn't matter. We all have the same struggle. We all got the same problem. We do have to fight together. It is it, it is extremely important to do that? So let's hear a clip of his uh, song. Redemption. I got more for all of my people upon the nation. On, hold on sorry about that guys listen um his um you could go to his youtube it's anti-past the soul outreach um ray's gonna put that across the screen uh make sure you guys go check that out okay so that's the link so the way uh you put you spell it is a n t i p a s and then it's the t h e soul s o u l outreach o u t R-E-A-C-H. Okay, so that's his YouTube. And then we we will come back here um, once I talk to the brother. Sorry that we ended up losing him to put his, um, if he has a Instagram and Facebook uh, and other things. But you could definitely reach that brother on if you go to the YouTube that's here. And um, was you able to put the link in there? Yeah. In the comments? Okay. Mm -hmm. You click on that link in the comments and you could get to this brother. He always speaking the truth. He always got great knowledge. And um. 
rather, you know, we, we could agree, we could disagree, whatever the case may be, but it's still great to have these conversations without anyone getting upset, without anyone getting mad, rather you believe it or not. And that at the end of the day, uh, we were talking about the coronavirus. We want to remind y'all to make sure you protect yourself by keeping your immune system strong. Yep. Very, very important. And getting that vitamin D up and stay tuned because we will be back with a whole, um, I guess, uh, itinerary. No, not itinerary. On, on what you can do uh, to protect yourself and your immune system. Things you could take, um, maybe the, the right things to eat and how we should exercise. All the things that we should be doing for ourselves um, if we... If, if we're not going to take the shot, you know, again, if you choose to take it, that's your business. Don't judge us because we don't, we don't trust it. And that's that. Oh, he's so, back. He's back. Oh, oh, okay. If he's back, we're going to see if we could get his social medias and then we're going to actually end the show. So let's see. Um, yeah, he brought Steve back. He's back. All right. Lost we got a little echo minutes. here. And it's on today as well. Yeah, so listen, we we uh we played one of uh, one of your songs, um the revolution one, mind revolution. My, mind revolution. We played that, and we put in we put your YouTube up there. Can you tell the people if you have any other social medias or, or ways that people could get in touch with you if they want to uh, get in touch with you um on Facebook, Instagram, websites, whatever you have going on? Yep, that hyper that that link that you have. It links you into everything. I mean, you basically can go anywhere and everywhere to follow me. Uh, that link okay. holds all of our information. So the same link that I sent you, uh, if you could share that link with them, that's the link that they need. That's the only link they need. If they go to YouTube, Mind Revolution, that link right there will open up the whole library of things that we've done on YouTube. Okay. And okay. actually, you can go, you can actually take my number personally if you need to contact me in case of any events where you need a political speaker or a motiva motivational singer or whatever to come up on your show and we can negotiate what you want me to do and where you need me to go and what you need me to do. That's what I do. I go out there and I do it for the people. Absolutely. And we appreciate that so much, brother, for sure. And and we love the song. Definitely great vibes. Um, you can always feel the good spirit. And um, we definitely want to want want to have you back on. And we would like you to be a part of, of you know, if we have a panel of speakers and things like that. I think that's great because we got to get the message out there to people as far as protecting themselves against COVID, um, using the natural things that God gave us and um and also I wanted to say this before you got cut off. Um, I love that everything that you talk about and you're doing, you do it through your music. So that's another way of how you reach the people is through yeah. the music that you create. The subconscious thinking is one of the main ways of transmitting thoughts. So the devil used that tool very well. As you can see, there's a lot of successful people right now doing cloud chasing and drill music. They talk about the killing. They go out there and commit the killing. Then they put the video out there to show how they were successful with doing it. And if you notice, they are able to do it and get away with it successfully. They beat the system. Uh, they pay to get bailed out and then they don't never have to go to jail. They talk about many bodies they got under their belt and they really brag about that, you know, until their final demise come because it's only right around the corner because God tells you karma has to happen. So you don't do stuff and, and get away with it. It comes back to you. So 
in knowing that, I, I feel so sorry for my youths today. And one of my songs, I, that's one of the main things I want to do is reach the youth, you know, because that's where our future lies. And they know it, too. That's why right now they're really trying hard to liquidate us, because we could possibly make a change if we just wake up and unite and come together as a people. You know, that that would be scary, very scary to them. Because could you imagine us having the run of things and getting even with them for all the decades they put us in, in slavery and suffered us, they would think mm -hmm. that we want to do the same thing to them. And that's not our intents at all. All we want to do is finally come to a healing point where everybody can just love each other and live. Nobody wants to get even with them. And we do have some deceitful people in our, our inheritance as well. We got people that voluntarily destroys and destruct our other people and do all the wicked things that they've been taught to do. All the things that gangster movies showed them, everything that uh, the man told them is, you know, a way of uh, a, a battle, mutual comeback and how to uh, uh, terrorize and, and conquer. You know, the same thing that the gangbangers are doing is the same thing they do in the army. You know, they learn this from them. You know what I mean? All the movies, the gangster movies, all this stuff comes to them. The information is given to them for success. And right now, there's a lot of talented young brothers who, oh, wow, Mo3, uh, King Von. All these guys was, was meant to be so, so talented, and they just died like that. I mean, so young. I mean, yeah, they had millions. It's so sad. It is sad, and, we, and this is why we have to have better uh, leadership in the community, such as yourself. We need to we need to uh, step up to the plate because at the end of the day, we can't say what's wrong with these kids. They they do need leadership. They need guidance. They need stuff like that. And um, if if we don't have that, then this is the type of things that are that's going to happen. But I mean, I definitely want to bring you back on because we still. I mean, we're over the time, so we're going to have to cut the show. But I definitely want to. Talked about getting you back on because I mean you have so much to, to, to give and so much knowledge and again great news. We're gonna say call right Bob say. <laughs> Bob say huh? you got so much things. Bob say you got so much things to say. I got so much things to say. I try to do most of it in music because my music is a lot. I got a lot of music you can hear. If you like that mind revelation, that was done a long time ago and it still touches the core of understanding of today. And it's going. My music is going to always be traditional because it, it's it's real. It's not nothing or you know that uh, you know that alters the realism of people. It, it touches basis with the realism, and that's how all of my music is. That's timeless music, and that's what we need. So thank you for that so much. And listen, we want to thank you again for coming on the show, for sharing your knowledge with us, sharing your great music with us. People, if you haven't already, you could go to his YouTube. We put the links in the comment section, and we also I, I read it off for people who is listening to this just through audio and not through video. You could go check him out, and you could reach him that way right on YouTube. All of his information is there, and if you want to contact him for any of the things he got going on rather it's um speaking uh oh boy what's the what's the word i'm trying to say booking shows or anything booking, like that book, yeah booking shows music and um coming out to to, to speak to the people so yes, very thanks horrible. again very do, do you want to give any shout outs before we go Yes, I like to give a shout out to first of all my group, LA Gundanero Posse, Ghetto Dread Antipas, my mom who created me. Of course, I always give got to give it up for mom. 
Mom's still living. I thank God for that. I lost my sister to the coronavirus fight. I believe that she was fighting. I have a strong resentment with myself because I couldn't go help her make that last decision if they was going to yield, if she was going to yield her life up because she was tired of them with the tube shoved down her throat. You know, it's hard to say anything and fight when you got when you're in that position. That's a feeble position that they put you right in before they take you out. They say, oh, they was going anyway. No, they weren't. They were fighting for their life. You you just helped them along. And they do that with a lot of people with the virus and a respiratory breathing. But anyway, back to giving a shout out. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to um, uh, my family in general, my baby mom, uh, who helps me and supports me with some of my social issues and music and stuff like that. My daughters, my kids, my brother, mostly, like I said, we're the group. And of course, to you and, and yours, you know, you and my brother there, y'all very, y'all doing a very positive thing, man. Y'all making a great stand for your people by giving them an opportunity to do the very thing that they try to stop. Giving, take away your opportunity to have a voice. If you got a voice, Absolutely. you speak volume. If you don't Absolutely. have a voice, you. And that was the mission to silence our people, because somebody got something that somebody need to hear, and they don't want them Amen. to hear. Yep. That's right. That is so true. I, you couldn't have said it better, and that's the perfect way to end the show. So we will be in touch with you. Again, we want to thank you for coming on. And um, everybody, again, make sure you follow this brother, support this brother. If you need to get in touch with him, hit him on the YouTube. Uh, I think that's it, and we'll see you soon, okay? Thank you, my brother. Thanks for having me. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.